Welcome to the Sarah and Sally show. Before you dive in and listen to this interview, we're delighted to let you know that we've got a series of books coming out. We've got art, hip hop, music, and we've also got a new Blag book, volume four, number one. Check it out at www.blagmagazine.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to the Sarah and Sally show. This is your host, Sarah, and this is Sally. We are delighted to be bringing you a recording of Amy Winehouse. This is an interview that we did in 2007. Um, this was just before Back to Black was released, and we did an interview and a photo shoot, and the interview was done in the middle of Selfridges, which is, for anyone who doesn't know, it's a huge, amazing department store on Oxford Street, and it's on the ground floor in a nail bar where Amy was having her nails done, and we were surrounded by tons of shoppers and music and lots of people buzzing, so there is quite a lot of atmospheric sound. Um, you may also not be able to hear all of the questions I'm asking because Amy has the mic. Um, but I love what you're going to hear her tell stories of Back to Black. She's talking about how um, she wrote it. She's talking about the processes working with Mark Ronson and Salam Remy. Talking about who she'd like to collaborate with. And it's just I think she's just really enthusiastic. I really enjoy listening back to it and hearing her be like on the cusp of this huge album and just being kind of like, think just being in the album as opposed to being sort of pre-prepared for how huge it went yeah I think the thing that kind of got me about it was she sits and says to you that she doesn't think tears dry on that album is going to be a single yeah that was really interesting because that was my favorite track on the album Mm -hmm. sorry go ahead I was gonna say I really love her taste in music and who she wanted to collaborate with yeah it would have been it would have been really great it would have been fantastic Mm -hmm. okay we're handing you over to a very vibey Selfridges, 2007, 2007, Central London. I feel like everyone can kind of drone in and just be present. We hope you really enjoy it. We're excited to share it with you. Thanks for listening. I'm 23. Okay. And I'm going to keep describing someone. Generous, maternal. Okay, my father would say I'm most likely to. I don't know, most likely to. He actually thinks I'll go to number one. That's good. That's, yeah, yeah. Can you um, talk about, I know, I know it might be a bit boring, but some of the kind of newish, but it's really Yeah. Um, can you talk about discovering your voice? Um, I, I didn't think it was that special to be able to sing. Yeah. I just assumed everyone could sing. Okay, so where was that? Um, well, I realised, my mum realised that she, that I could sing when I was in Greece. I was about 10 or 11, it was our leavers play at school. And she was like, yeah, all right, shit, my daughter can sing. Um, but I didn't realise I could sing until I was when I was with Sylvia Young. Everyone could sing. When I left Sylvia's and I went to the Brit School, I was like, you know what? Not a lot of people can sing because mm. I'd always been around people that could sing. Yeah. And was it? Is that where you learned all about different styles of music? Or was that really something? No. I mean, I probably learned more about music when I left when I got kicked out of Sylvia's um, because. I came away from what I'd been doing there and I just was looking for something worthwhile and that's when I came across jazz and blues and you know, Ray Charles and stuff. And how did you get kicked out? 
was just really stupid things like I had bad, bad attendance and um, I wasn't working as hard as I should have done, like on my academic studies. Uh, and, you know, I just was naughty, quite rebellious. Nice. Yeah. So, um, can you tell us about all the other sort of genres? It's all kind of mixed up questions. So, I want to actually start with you tell us about your experience working with Slav, you worked before, and then what was your work with Mark? It was really cool. Like so, so the thing with Salam is we had our songs, and then I'd go to New York, and then when I came back to Salam, the stuff that me and Mark would, had done. I mean, the way me and Mark works was like we just musically we just fell in love on the spot completely. It was love at first sight. I mean, like it was really cool. Like, I'd play him something, and he'd be really inspired, and just be like, okay, go to the hotel. I'd play him one song, he'd be like, okay, come back tomorrow. I'm gonna do my homework tonight. Work, and then he'd play. He'd, he'd play Play something the next day that was just beyond anything that I, I'd just be like, this is my, my God, my is really amazing. And then when I went back to Salam after having met out with Mark, Salam was like, what? I'm better than him. Like he was like, he was really like, ah, I know, we can pull it out. And that really gave him a lot of like, because me and Salam were at a point where we'd worked together before. We had our little formula, you know, we didn't, we weren't thinking about doing much kind of new stuff. Then when he heard the Mark stuff, he was like, yeah, I see where he's going. Yeah, <laughs> like a nice bit of healthy competition. Yeah. So what was it like working with? Because you're probably used to working with songs like your personal work. Um, it's cool because Mark's quite an honest, like candid person. Yeah. So it wasn't like. Did they have any kind of influence? No, no. I wrote every word on the album I wrote. When you were singing songs, they helped you express in certain ways. No, not really. I mean, I wrote. I write everything. I tend to just run in a room. I tend to work out chords that I like and then and whatever, I leave them with the track in one room and then go and write my lyrics, come out, change what I don't like about the track and then sing it down. I was completely different. I mean, I don't listen to any of the. When I was making Frank, I was listening to a lot of jazz, like a lot of jazz, um, a lot of Ray Charles. This time, like, and still the same hip hop that I've always loved, but um, this time around, it was much more like I didn't listen to any jazz really. I listened to some hip hop, hip hop, but mostly. Last time around. Oh, yeah, both. Bosh your arms, Nas, Mustaf, I love Mustaf. Um, we met because um, I first met you. Yeah. My house is one of them. I remember walking towards me with his chest car, his girlfriend, yeah. all the time. Yeah. And I was just like. Can I can I have them smaller rather than bigger? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna cut them. And I mean, look thinner, like narrow. You have to fit your nail. Them yeah. They're not okay. gonna look like that. Okay. But we're gonna cut them and file them however you want to file them. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So listen to that kind of hip hop jazz and Frank. I'll shift my mic over. Yeah. So this is used to like that kind of hip hop, like positive. Positive thought rappers.
and then always things like and then um, and always things like Wu Tang and so on. Um, but then this time around, I was into a lot of girl groups, a lot of do what. Yeah, a lot of jazz, a lot of vocal jazz. I just think, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, but I used to love like the mamas and the papas. I do that. Excuse me, Dad. Just like, what was I thinking? Um, but I love that song, Dream a Little Dream of Me. Cool. So, New York's five by six with girls. Is there anything in particular? Um, Shangri Las. And then, like, scarf bands, like the specials and the beat. And, you know, I love stuff like that. Yeah. Guitar bands, really. Yeah. And any kind of new stuff? Um, not really. Not really. Um, no, not really. Okay. And um, is there any questions you've got, like, a new songwriting program? Well, have I got a new one? Yeah. Not really, except that this album took a lot quicker to write than the last one. I did my last one for, like, two years. Three... No, it took me four years to make my last one. Or, yeah, four years, pretty much. Or three. But this one I did in, like, six months. Wow. Yeah. Black is about, um, it's kind of, you know, when you split up with a relationship, you obviously go back to what you know. You know, my ex went back to his girlfriend, and I went back to, like, you know, tunnels and, bit, you know, being really depressed and drinking like a bastard, and, um, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Um, Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Funny, but like, I mean, Salah and Mark both just cracked me up. They're both mad. Mark is absolutely insane. He's really silly. Like he's like me. He's really silly. I can't think of anything really funny though. In particular. How did you get? Was it Star Wars together with Mark? We are by record company. I'm a publishing company because we're both published. We're all published by EMI. I don't know, because I want to do a samples record. I don't know. There's, I don't like strings, but there's some strings on the front of this Frank Sinatra track. You go to my head, and I want to sample that on a loop. That's amazing. Um, but there's a million things that I love, you know, like not, not even like a beat or whatever, just snippets, like atmosphere. Like, so I, I, I'll probably cover, like, do a Shangri-La's sample album and just, just sample the shit out of them. I love them. I don't know, I like, you know, everyone looks kind of, I think looking different is not in, but like, I like to look different. I don't like to dress like what everyone else is wearing. Um, I think just be yourself, you know, that's always, that's always cool. And I think, um, I don't know, I'm just waiting for some super girl group to track to just emerge, although I might start one. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I still want to work with Mose. I'd like to work with Nose, but I think I'd probably keep passing out in the studio with, like, with or I'd love to work with Mose. That's been on the cards for fucking ages now. Um, I've done this album, so fuck it, but maybe my next album. You know, it's hard, though, because he doesn't... His heart's not really in it anymore, you know. He likes, he likes acting. But, yeah, there's those people I like to work with. I'm trying to think. Um, I don't know. There's a million people. I'd like to do something with Missy Elliott or um, Lil Mo or Faith Evans. Or, actually, I wouldn't sing with her because she'd show me up. <laughs> Any of those, like, kind of positive thought rappers. Oh, I was really proud. I mean, that's, they're, they're pretty much the ones.
sons, right? So that's something I'm really proud of. And they're about they're about like acclaim rather than popularity. So yeah, I'm really proud to be nominated, and I'm really proud to have got the Ivo. Yeah. Traditional, I'd probably just go and play pool in the pub. Or if it's a Sunday night and my friend Boo does a night at the Dublin Castle in Camden, really wicked 60s night, that's my favourite night. In fact, I did take people there on Sunday. And um, But I'm going to start a night as well, so I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, I can't wait. Where? Um, I'm going to do it, I think, Tuesdays or Thursdays, twice a month. Um... Yeah, I would want to do it weekly, to be honest, but it depends. So I'm trying to get Madame Jojo's, but I'm playing it by ear. Yeah, we're going to get some go-go dancers as well. Um, well, most of my... My first tattoo's on my back. It's a little baby boot. I got it done in Finchley, where I live. And it was a semi-permanent tattoo. I was about 15. And it's still there. It's just really faded. It's horrible. And then I got my... Um, and then I got my... One on my back. I've got a big eagle on my back with an Egyptian ankh and the American flag inside it. Um, and then I got my feather. Then I got my lightning. Then I got my Blake. No, round, roundy. Yeah, like, like pointed almost. Yeah. Um, yeah, then I got my one for my grandma. Then I got my horseshoe. Then I got my horseshoe filled in and colours. And I got my hearts on my shoulder at the same time. Then I got my titty girl. And then I got my anchor. So, what would you have next? Um... I want a Betty Page head on my on my like here, oh. but I, I think it's a bit of a bad idea. You think what? Sorry. I think it might be a bad idea. I think I've got enough. Oh. And then um, who be your ideal man? I've got my ideal man. That's good. He's lovely. <laughs> Having said that, <laughs> I love Matt Dillon. I think Matt Dillon is so fit. I saw him on the street in New York once and I was just like... I've seen him on the street here quite. He kind of looks like a Muppet, though. Yeah. Like, an, not a Muppet, but an actual real made of felt Muppet. His face is so square. Yeah. And his features are so strong. He looks like that blue, that bird with the feathers in the Muppet show. The stern-looking bird, Mr. Whatever his name is. And then, um, can you give us five things to avoid for a successful day? Five things to avoid? Yeah. That's the last question. Dickheads? I don't know, things when you're out with it. Things to avoid doing. Oh. But that's quite a good one. Anyway, as a general rule. Yeah, just things to avoid doing, hitting people. I have a problem with that sometimes. <laughs> um... Um... Yeah. Hitting people. I don't know. I know how to make you day good. I can do that if you like. Oh, yeah. Okay, playing pool. Having moderate drinking. 
having a sunbed, going to the gym, and having massive hair. <laughs> cool. I was in heat. I was in heat today, and it said, um, you know, in the spotted bit, yeah. and it said a massive bouffante Amy Winehouse carrying a guitar, trying to look so I was to eat. I was like, my hair's in the bright part. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's nice to point that out. Was it nice of them to say yeah. that? Yeah. No, it's true. Did you go to um, Cita Von Tees on... No, no. Oh. It's cool. I left after the first set. She did two little, like, two little 15 minutes set. Um, I left after the first one because it was Sunday and I wanted to go and um, dance at my friend's night. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. And that's a wrap. We hope you enjoyed that interview. You can now treasure it in book form, digital or print via www.blagmagazine.com. <laughs>